Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This episode is the first of a three-part bonus story about Kitty, Doggy, and Bunny. A time travel story. And it took place between seasons two and three. And it's called The Changing of the World. Well, one day in the fourth age of Magic Woods, a few months after the battle at the edge of the world, Doggy Cornelius Munchabunch III was finally done fixing his weird flying machine, which he called the Hopalopter. And he invited his friends, Kitty Karate and Bunny Rainflower, to come outside to see all the hard work he had done. Oh, right, he invited Murr something or other, too. The Hopalopter was parked in the flowery field outside yesterday's macaroni, known as Flower Field and the hopalopter gleamed in the sun, all shiny and freshly scrubbed. And Bunny said, Wow, doggy, it looks great. Kitty said, oh, I still don't like it, meow me. Murr said, Nice. And now we won't need to wait for elephant buses if we want to travel somewhere. We could just take your hopalopter. Kitty went, Oh, good point. Meow me, we can travel to all sorts of places we've only heard of but never been to. Like, uh, like Farnor and Bonifera and Nirak and Lake Lani and Jimmy's house. Doggy wagged his tail. Oh, good idea. Let's take a celebratory journey right now. Bunny and Kitty said, okay. And Murr said, um, in that case, do you mind if I grab some snacks to bring along with us? Doggy said, oh, yes, please do, Ruffy. Cool, said Murr. And then she sauntered back into the mountain. Well, while they were waiting for her to return, Kitty, Doggy, and Bunny stepped into the hopalopter and looked around. And Kitty went, well, meow me, it does look shiny in here. I guess you cleaned it, at least. Doggy said, yes, I did. Then he started licking his leg. And Kitty went, ew, wait a minute, did you clean the hopalopter with your tongue, too? No, of course not, Ruffy. I just cleaned my body with my tongue. Well, Bunny examined the wide array of buttons. And she said, I never really got a chance to take a good look at this vehicle before. But now I can see that it's, it's kind of incredible. No wonder the crown chose you to make a flying machine, doggy. Oh, thanks, Ruffy. Kitty went, eh, meow meow, I probably could have made a better one. Bunny peered closely at a mint green button on the back wall. Uh-oh, doggy. This button says, to the past. Do you think it's really a time travel button? Doggy said, well, I guess so. Bunny shook her head and said, oh, time travel is really dangerous. You could do something in the past that completely changes the future. You could make it so that you were never born. Kitty said, well, Meow Me, talking animals aren't really born anyways. We kind of just appear. Bunny said, yes, yes, I know. But the point is, you could change a lot of things if you mess with the past. You could accidentally stop Mama from coming to life or make it so the crowns were never even made, or do something that stops you and Doggy from saving me in time when I fell into the black hole. Doggy, you need to be careful nobody ever touches this button. Kitty stepped closer to investigate. Well, wait a minute, Meowmy. I just want to see this dangerous button. She pushed forward to get a better look. But in doing so, she bumped into Bunny. Oof. And then Bunny accidentally bumped the to the past button. <laughs> the hopalopter journeyed through time and popped into the past. Kitty said, whoops. Bunny said, oh no, no. 
They peered out the window cautiously to see what the past looked like. But at first it seemed like nothing was different. They were still in Flower Field. The sky was blue, the flowers were blooming, but there was no sign of yesterday's macaroni, and there was no sign of the big black hole in the ground. Kitty said, whoa, we did it. We actually went back in time. Doggy said, or sideways in time. Kitty said, Doggy, don't start that business again. We know that we went back in time. That's what the button said. Bunny clutched her paws together nervously. Oh, we should not get out of this machine. We shouldn't do anything. We could mess up the future. Doggy said, oh, let me just check the time-o-meter to see how far back we went. Kitty said, you have a time-o-meter? Yep, I usually use it to precisely time the cooking of perfect hot dogs. But it can also be used to tell the date, I suppose. So he looked at the time-o-meter and said, Ooh, looks like we only went back, um, two, three, four, five. Kitty said, two, three, four, five. What does that mean? Uh, 2,345 years. That's how far in the past we are. What? Bunny went, Oh, it's really dangerous for us to be here. Let's go back to our time quickly. But Meowmi, we came all the way here. We should at least take a look around. We can be careful. We won't mess anything up. Bunny shook her head and said, Kitty, that is a dangerous game. Kitty said, Ooh, I like dangerous games. Bunny said, I know, but you could cause a lot of trouble if you mess with the past. Kitty pointed out the window. But look outside, Meowmi. It's just a nice, beautiful spring day. What could possibly go wrong if we just went for a little walk? Doggy's eyes widened. Ah, uh, Kitty, look at your amulet. Kitty looked down at her PKNA amulet. The sides weren't tarnished or shiny anymore. Now they just looked blank, almost white. Uh-huh, Meowmi, that's weird. But anyways, I'm sure everything is fine. It'll be okay to just take a quick look around. Bunny said, fine, but we have to be really, really careful. You can't even step on a butterfly, or you could change the whole future, our future. Kitty said, yeah, yeah, I get it. So they stepped out of the hopalopter and strolled around Flower Field. Doggy nodded approvingly at the world around them. Well, it's kind of the same as when we left, except there's no yesterday's macaroni and no hole in the ground. Kitty said, yeah, I wonder where the hole even came from, Meowmi. Doggy said, maybe we can ask Mama. Bunny said, I think Mama isn't even alive yet in this time. This is before she was around. Doggy said, uh-oh, what are we going to do if we need help? Bunny shrugged and said, eh, she never really helps us anyways. Kitty said, hey, don't be rude. Bunny said, well, it's true. They walked around the field for a few minutes, and at last, Kitty yawned. <sighs> all right, Meowmi, I guess it's not that exciting in the past after all. Bunny said, yes, so let's go back home. Kitty said, I'd hoped we'd see some bad guys or cool monsters or something. Bunny said, well, it's good that we didn't. We wouldn't be able to fight them anyways. We don't want anyone to even see us. That could destroy the future that we know. All right, Meowmi, yes, I get it. Let's go. They started back to the hopalopter, but suddenly they heard loud voices and the stomping of many feet. It sounded like a large group of people was marching down Everlasting Road, heading their way. Bunny went, oh no, we won't make it to the hopalopter in time. We'll have to hide. 
They ducked down in a patch of tall grass. And Bunny went, oh, I hope whoever's coming doesn't see the hopalopter. Doggy said, well, it, it's kind of in a little dip and sort of hidden by the grass and pretty flowers. Hopefully nobody will see it. They watched as a mighty force emerged from the forest. An army of stick people. They were a kind of stick people the animals had never met before. They wore metal armor and carried sharp metal weapons. And at the head of the army flew a Mimi. A Mimi with the crown of creation on her head. The light inside the crown blazed bright and fierce, like a fire made of blood. The queen floated a little above the ground, leading her army into the field. Then she turned around and addressed them. Warriors, we shall rest here a while and then resume our march to the edge of the world. From there we shall climb Isir, the mighty tree, and take over the forest and the sky. Then I shall seize the power of life everlasting so you can all live forever, and I will go on to rule this and every world. Her troops cheered, hooray! Kitty said, ooh, a bad guy, and she flicked her tail excitedly. Bunny said, oh, not just any bad guy. I think that's KC, the Red Queen herself, one of the most dangerous villains who ever lived. Cool, Meow Me. No, not cool. KC was so bad and so powerful that the very world changed to stop her. Doggy said, really, Ruffy? How? Well, the edges of the world actually split off from the rest of Magic Woods and drifted out into the Weird Lands a little bit, just so KC wouldn't be able to reach the tree that leads to the forest in the sky. Kitty said, oh, then we need to stop her. No, don't you understand? The world already stopped her. So we can't interfere. We can't risk doing anything. Doggy said, well, I just want to go home anyways. And also, I really need to pee. And he started squirming. Bunny said, just stay still a little bit longer. But one of the stick soldiers saw the grass moving from Doggy squirming. And he squinted in their direction. And then he called out to the Red Queen. Uh, your majesty, I see three beasts hiding in the tall grass. The queen whipped her head around. Beasts? Well, kill them so we can have some fresh meat for lunch. Several stick people drew their weapons and headed over to where the animals were hiding. And Kitty smiled and said, All right, Meow Me, we get to have a fight now. We have to fight them. Bunny said, No, we can't mess with the past. Doggy said, Or fight an entire army. Bunny said, Oh, we need to just get out of here. Run for the hopalopter as fast as you can. Go! They jumped up from their hiding place and ran away. Ah! The queen blinked, surprised. What manner of beasts are those? Running on two legs, and two of them are wearing clothes? The stick people chased the animals and shot arrows at them. One arrow narrowly missed Bunny. Another arrow went right through Doggy's left ear. Ouch, Ruffy! Well, at least my ear is pierced now. The animals scrambled into the hopalopter, and they shut the door. The stick people slowed down for a moment when they saw the weird flying machine. They were surprised and uncertain. They had no idea what it was. Bunny said, okay, let's head back to our time immediately. Doggy said, oh, I, I don't actually know how. What? Well, I don't know where every button is on this machine. I mean, I didn't even know there was a to the past button until we found it today. And I don't know if there's any kind of to the future button. Bunny looked out the window. Oh, they're coming. A handful of arrows struck the vehicle. 
Bunny said, uh, let's just fly to another part of Magic Woods, away from this army, and we'll figure out how to get home from there. Doggy said, okay, I can do that. And he pressed the R-E-D button. The hopalopter rose off the ground. The stick people stared up in shock. Oh, So did the Mimi Queen. Hmm, she said, what is that thing? The hopalopter zoomed away to the northeast and soon it was out of sight. And KC, the Red Queen, said, That is amazing. A flying vehicle. I didn't even know such things were possible. And now that gives me an idea. I shall use the crown to create a flying vehicle to carry my forces to the edge of the world. Then we shall get there so much sooner. She turned to her army. Gather all the metal objects you can find. Also find feathers and bugs and anything that can fly. We will, your majesty. And the queen smiled triumphantly. She looked to the northeast in the direction the hopalopter had flown. Thank you, strange beasts, for giving me such a good idea. Well, that's the end of the first part of the story. The changing of the world. The next episode is called The Changing of the World, Part 2. Goodbye.